Hello and welcome back. Today I want to talk about how Agile software projects are being organized. We said that Agile software projects are um, different to the traditional waterfall projects. So in the waterfall project plan, you really have separate phases, starting with the specification, then you're doing the coding, you're doing the testing, and then you're going to release it to the user. Uh, but it's taking a long time and the feedback cycles are, are yeah, also pretty long, um, which means that uh, the time it takes for uh, the real user of your application to give you feedback and tell you um, whether your software is actually doing what it's supposed to be doing or what he actually finds most useful, um, this time period can take a long time. And with Agile software, we're trying to condense that period into short, maybe two-week cycles where we um, talk about what we need to do then we're going to do a very small part of it, obviously, because in, in two weeks we cannot do a whole software project. Like It, it takes two years. Um, but we can do something and we can deliver um, a small increment, as we say, something that's useful to the user um, of, of our software, to, of our software project. We're going to deliver it after these two-week sprints um, to him or her, and um, yeah, then we get feedback from real users. They can they can test the software. They can use a small portion of it because only a small portion was finished. But the important thing is that it's finished. Um, it's completed. It's done. Uh, right? We have this definition of done, meaning the software is not just specified in a software document like with the waterfall um, uh, process where we spent months and months just writing documentation or specification, writing documents, um, explaining what we will be doing. <laughs> no, no, we actually started doing it, we finished doing it, and we tested it and we delivered it to the user within this two-week period. And the question is, well, how do we define what we want to do in these two two weeks period sprints? Um, and when I'm saying sprints, it's just another name for... Um, an iteration, a, a separate um, time frame um, starting at some point in time and ending at some point in time. Um, and we're going to keep doing these sprints, doing these iterations one by one. And the question of today's, of this episode is, um, well, how do we plan what we're going to do in these sprints? And the answer is, um, we're gonna first of all, we're going to specify what we need to do in a format that's called a user story. And the idea is that we write in plain English or German or whatever the, the, the language of your choice is, but we write in plain English what the actual user of our software is supposed to be doing with the specific small part of a functionality that we are developing. I'll give you an example. We can say that, um, let's say we have, uh, have an email um, application, email app, like on your phone, and we want to give the user the ability to search for um, a specific sender um, that wrote an email um, to our user, and we want to list and filter the list of, of emails in our inbox, um, emails that, that are have been sent by this specific user. So we could specify that in the format of a user story and it goes like this or it could go like this um, it starts with as a user that's my role that's um, the, the the user of our software as a user i can filter the list of emails so that's that's what i'm uh, i can do and then i, I need to um, explain why this is important to the user why this is useful or valuable to the user i can filter the list of emails in my inbox to find emails from a certain sender easily okay 
And that sentence, that simple sentence, as a user, I can filter the list of emails to find emails from a certain sender easily. Um, that sentence is a user story that I can put into a so-called backlog. A backlog is just a list of user stories of stuff that I need to do or that I could be doing. Um, and that's the start of a conversation with a client, with the potential users with um, the stakeholders of my software project, meaning they are the ones paying for it. And I can I can um, put this down. Mind you, it's, it's really a small portion. Uh, and depending, of course, on the complexity of the task of the whether our software developers in our team um, are already sort of familiar with the project, with email technology, with whatever is necessary. It could be more or less complex. But the important thing is that it's a, it's, it's a um, separated functionality where we can talk about what needs to be done in order to achieve that certain functionality. What, what do we need to do in order to, to filter uh, a list of emails in my inbox um, so that I can find a specific sender? Okay. Um, I'll give you another example of a user story. Um, as a user, I can comment below a photo post of a friend I'm following. So that could be something like a social network, um, like Instagram or Facebook or whatever. So as a user, that's again my role. I can comment below a photo, uh, a photo post of a friend I'm following to let them know I really like their photo. Okay, so that's this user story describes uh, a typical user interaction of a social network, right? I can I can scroll around in my newsfeed, and when I find something that I like, I can post a comment. Now, note this is this is different to like following the user or liking the picture. It's just really writing a textual comment um, to let them know whatever, right? To, to let them know my reaction to their photo. Um, but we don't put more than this commenting functionality into the user story. We could have a separate user story um, that goes like, as a user, I can. Um, like, I uh, can click a like button below a photo post um, to indicate that um, I enjoy this 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 photo, right? Or can I can follow as a user? I can follow um, another user, so I am um, I, I'm notified whenever uh, new new photo posts are are being posted by this user. These are all examples of separate um, user stories, and user stories are the most common way to define the work that needs to be done in an agile project. And you see that we don't talk about any, I don't know, technical um, details or implementation details like algorithms or programming language or even maybe even what the user um, does exactly what's what's being done uh, in the background what kind of databases do we need that's not really the the way to specify in this format the user story is really described um, from the point of view of the user operating the software and that's what makes it easy to talk and and negotiate with the client with actual users um, because they can sort of picture it and maybe we can uh, create some screenshots some wireframes as we like to call them to give them an impression of well, this is how the user interface could look like in order to give you the um, functionality to filter the list of emails or to post a comment. This is how, how you would maybe operate that, that kind of functionality. Um, but it's a wireframe. It's um, written on a piece of paper sometimes or on a whiteboard um, or with some um, tools on the, on the computer, but it's not programmed yet. There's no interactivity. It's just to let them know, well, when we will have this, this uh, user story implemented, um, this is how it would look like. This is how, we would, uh, how we, you would interact with it. 
Okay, so user stories, very, very important way to define what we are looking for in a software project and important that they really cover a small fragment of the whole software project, right? It's again, we're just really um, defining a user story for filtering the email list. We're not combining into the same story, um, writing an email or replying to an email or sending an attachment to somebody. It's really just filtering the list. And this is what makes it easier really to break it apart and to then define, okay, well, this user story is the one that we're gonna deliver and concentrate on and work on and be finished with it in the next two weeks, in the next two week sprints. Having these user stories, these small um, functionalities, these small blocks of functionalities defined allows us then to say, okay, well, we're going to do in the next sprint, we're going to do um, this user story and that one, and maybe this, this third one. Um, and these three ones you will have then after the two weeks are, are finished. Um, and everything else, we don't really care too much about it. Um, these are the user stories that are most important to, to you, to your client. So this is what we're going to show you in two weeks. And then after you've seen them in two weeks, um, maybe the priorities change or um, we have got some other ideas of, of other user stories that you didn't even, even think about because it really never, um, it never occurred to you once uh, before you, you actually had the, the increment there, had the um, software delivered to you. And I'm going to show you, um, you see how the email filtering works and maybe then you've got some new ideas, some, some um, stuff that you can do then when, with this filtered list of emails. But it's, um, I, I show you the, this increment. I show you um, a finished piece of software with just a small, tiny fraction of added functionality, but it's there. You can use it after these two weeks and th that might give you new ideas and, and um, yeah, ideas for, for new functionalities or maybe even... Um, you decide that you might have thought like half a year ago um, that you need a certain um, functionality or it needs to be bigger or better or more complex or whatever. But maybe after these two weeks, you realize, well, okay, that's that's good enough for now. Let's, let's concentrate on something else. Okay, so these are user stories, a very important format to define, um, to, this, to specify what needs to be done in an agile software project.